0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, the show where we show you what's working in marketing and social media to help you grow your restaurant or pizzeria. We do that with this podcast, the mastermind group, the blog over at smartpizzamarketing.com, our live show every Monday night, and our Facebook group over at Tech Savvy Restaurants. You should go check all that good stuff out. Keep up to date with what's working in social media and marketing to help you run your restaurant better and grow a better business. Before I get into today's episode, if you want to be involved in our mastermind group, head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind. There you can watch a short video or audio or read about the group. Uh, There'll be a questionnaire for you to fill out, see if you can be involved in it, and see if it's a good fit for you. So that's, again, that's smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind. Now, when doing these shows, I'm always looking for new guests to have on, who you want to hear from, who you want to learn from. And I'm always reaching out to people, whether that be on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, saying, "Hey, you know what? Give me some suggestions on what you're what, what you need help with, uh, or who you want to have on the show." So today's guest was actually brought to my attention by somebody on Instagram, and we mentioned them in this episode. And I haven't heard from him, ha- haven't hadn't heard of him before, although I did come across him on Instagram maybe once or twice. But once this person on Instagram told me to look into them, I really started following them. And I really thought they were doing a tremendous job on Instagram with their quality of food and the different types of ingredients that they use, so I reached out to him to have him on the show, and he said yes, and it's been a few weeks in the making, but I'm super excited for today's guest. His name is Chef Lee Unzinger, who works at Cana Rosso over in Dallas, but he's from New York originally, and we get into that story. Um, so In this episode, we talk about how he got started, how he built his creativity with the pizza industry, You know how he comes up with his different toppings, how Instagram has worked for him in his business and what the future holds for him in the pizza world. So super excited for today's guest, Lee Unzinger. So let's just get right into it now. I think somebody from Instagram actually suggested I, that i have you on the show somebody from De- really? descendants pizza
1: oh descendant chris schedule sure
0: yeah he's like yeah
1: chris is uh yeah i had uh you know i met him i guess through instagram with commenting on photos and i had sent some recipes to him a while back but he's uh having a lot of success with his uh detroit style pizzeria there in toronto
0: yeah we'll give him a shout out on and, the show uh, i'm sorry i said we'll give him a shout out
1: yeah, he's uh he's doing really well there, doing some cool stuff. And uh you know, we have a new pizzeria that's in the works. We're starting to build now a uh you know, Zoli's uh second location. The first one had closed down due to structural damage in the building and the land was kind of built uh bought up by developers. So, we were going to have to be out of there by by July. Anyway, uh we had closed up in February, so I've been working with Connie Rosso, which is a wood-fired Neapolitan uh, you know, five locations here in DFW. Uh, J. Jerry is the owner, and uh, you know, I have a lot of experience doing the wood fire thing, but uh, I'm looking forward to uh, you know, we're shooting for November opening, it still has to be you know, built and all that jazz, right. but uh,
0: that's your own location, be,
1: uh, yeah, so hopefully, uh, that and and you know, hopefully, I have a contract by then for uh, kind of why I moved to Dallas for the uh, the uh, uh, to open a New York style place and, uh, you know, with Jay, uh, uh, you know, for kind of funding the whole thing and uh, was offered a percentage to uh, to come here. So awesome. uh, you're originally do from that New York, he, right? Yes, Long Island, uh, from Long Island, uh, Deer Park, nice. which is like uh, central Long Island. I never really worked in Deer Park. Well, I guess I can't. Way back when my parents owned a little pizzeria uh, in Deer Park. And, uh, I started making a little pizza at 13 years old. And, uh, that's really how I got into the, the pizza business. Is They just went and bought a pizzeria <laughs> and, uh, mom always, you know, she's the Italian, uh, yep. my last name isn't like that, you know, German. And he was a banker for years and, uh, kind of a long story. I guess he had gotten laid off back then and, uh, had an idea that he open an ice cream shop or a pizzeria and, uh, a little pizzeria about a mile away from where we lived and uh it was tough it was you know parents divorced a year later and uh uh we wound up my mother wound up selling the place but we, we had it for about five years
0: and how old were you uh, at the time 13. so you were 13. like kind of grew up grew up in it teenage years like the most important years of a kid's life
1: yeah yeah i mean i i started you know i do dishes and help out around the store and uh uh did a lot of eating, that's for sure. I was always a kid Growing up, so it was like you know, your parents buy a pizzeria, it was like, you know, the unlimited fountain sodas and yeah, you know, stuff awesome. like that. It was like, whoa But uh, you know, that's where uh you know, I started making pizza, I guess playing with dough at a young age, when it was slower, which uh you know, during the middle of the
0: day I, they let me make pizza and uh and so, uh you know 'cause you how did you so this I talked to a lot of people in the industry and – I don't think there's too many people that say to me, Hey, I went to college and I wanted to open up a pizza place. You know, everybody kind of grew up in it, but everybody Mm -hmm. grows up in it kind of tends to go different directions. You know, obviously you're very creative when it comes to the pizzas you make and you have a great talent when it comes to recipes and how did did that, something that you naturally did or where did you learn that from?
1: Uh, Yeah, I I would have to say it's kind of a, a natural thing. Like my dad's very artistic and, and, when he was younger, uh, had gone to like the movie Fame, uh, you know, high school performing arts in New York. And he went for, uh, he was an artist, you know, and, and so uh, I guess, you know, I got some of that from him and uh, being around my mother, cooking all the time with the Italian food, I guess a lot of that rubbed off. I'd always be interested in what she was doing in the kitchen. But, uh, you know, with that, I, I think, you know, my dad got into baking, banking, so the art didn't really work out for him as far as a <laughs> career. But, yeah, I mean, to this day, he still paints and buys canvases, and he, he's, uh, you know, 70 years old now, but he still, you know, paints. And uh, I think that's, you know, when I think about it, I guess that some of it, you know, had rubbed off on me as far as, you know, uh, when I'm making something, uh, you know, I'm really fanatical about equal distribution of toppings and, uh, you know, like the colors and, and what would work, almost like, you know, you look at it like it was a canvas and painted, you know, a canvas, and at the same time trying to stay you know in uh, with with obvious ingredients that will work together as well. So it's uh it's a lot of fun, you know, and and thinking back uh I was actually talking with my girlfriend today because the the PMQ magazine came out this month and I have uh actually on the cover, and I have like an interview like six pages in there and stuff and we, we were talking about some of that. Uh I saw that. You know, as far as uh you know, when, where did it really take off where
0: I said, hey, you know, I'm actually pretty good at this thing. You know? Yeah, because yeah, uh, when did you – so let's go back to, you know, your parents sold the pizza shop, and then did you go right into working at other pizzerias?
1: I did. I did. I, I started working for this uh, this gentleman out in, in the Hamptons, uh, out in Hampton Bays, Long Island, uh, Uncle Joe's Pizzeria and Restaurant. Uh, to this day, he's still out there. He had a couple of locations now, I believe three. Yeah, I think I've heard of Uncle uh, Joe's before. Yeah, in Today's, which is you know a, a very popular, uh, you know uh, we we always had you know uh, in our later teens and and twenties summer houses out there with you know summer shares and uh, well I would live at the house that was my full time you know deal and in the winter time I uh, had a buddy that would rent out a house and I would kind of uh, rent a place uh, you know his house for the winter do that move uh, less than a mile away from a summer house into. His house for the winter and and for years, you know, I had done that, you know, once I was old enough, you know, to drive and everything, I wasn't going with uncle Joe. Uh, no, he's not actually my uncle. He's, you know, we we joke around. He's everybody's uncle, (laughs) uncle Joe. And, uh, the guy, you know, I learned so much about the business, you know, uh, through him as far as the passion for it. I mean, this guy is, is, he was fanatical about when teaching me, uh, to be neat. And, you know, growing up, and I was always kind of uh, a little sloppy, I guess you could say. You know, I didn't have the neatest room in the world. And
0: <laughs> Typical teenager. But he really, yeah,
1: yeah, he really, you know, worked on me with that. And he, he would stand over me. And if I dropped one little piece of cheese, you know, off of the side of the pizza, I mean, he would pick it up and put it on the pizza. And I'd be like, what's this guy's dance? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it was like, you know, thinking about it, he really, you know, and, and it just taught me a lot about, a business I and mean, he took so much pride in it uh you know it was it was his baby was his place you know he was there all the time you know it was very rare that he had his uh, days off and even when he had a day off he had uh it's funny as he had cameras installed so he would be able to watch what was going on at the, at the store and this is way before like now you know it's very common that right. for have cameras and all that jazz this is before the technology really took off and you know the phone would ring and you know we pick up uncle joe's and it'd be him like you know do me a favor take that piece of paper off of uh the second booth on the right side you know at like, <laughs> home watching it you know watching his pizza plates so i'm like come on man why don't you relax
0: on your day off and uh did he let you be creative with your pizza making skills
1: initially no it was more uh you know he really you know way back when they did the specialty pizzas that would be on, you know, a New York counter when it was nothing like it is now. Right. Of course it was regular and a Sicilian and the white pizza had come out and that was, you know, a lot of pizzerias are doing the white pizza without sauce. Uh, but that was really it, you know, as far as the specialty pizzas. And, uh, I had, I was working for uncle Joe, I guess up until maybe from like 15 or 16 to about 20. And, uh, I took a job at another pizzeria, uh, in uh melville long island which is like a very you know corporate area a lot of business uh you know offices and what have you the power lunch crowd and there they, they put a bit out uh, a big display of specialty slices and that's really where i started to make you know rather than your, your regular and your Sicilian we were doing you know chicken pizzas and you know not just a white pizza but putting vegetables on it you know broccoli garlic and uh you know, I have a I actually have a pizza today that's on the menu uh with Zoli's. We call it, we call it the Uncle Joe, you know, named after him because he would do uh a sliced tomato and like a real thin, like a shaved red onion with garlic and mozzarella and you know, the onions kinda cook on top of the pie and but uh they would kinda cook, you know, cook together and it was just a tomato and an onion pie and it would come out and sprinkle a little grated cheese on there. And, uh, you know, I kind of would make that pie at this other place, you know, showing what Uncle Joe was doing out in the Hamptons besides just the regular Sicilian and and the white pizza. And, uh, you know, from there, I I would try to get creative and make some stuff, but uh, they would definitely put the handcuffs on me as far as that. But it was definitely in my blood back then. than to uh, to try and be more creative than mm-hmm. what other people kind of really wanted to do, you know.
0: And how did you? Where did you go after that to let the creativity kind of flow and come up with your ideas? Because I look at in your Instagram account now, and there you you know you have a lot of creative pizzas on there that you know a lot of places don't have, and it's really they, and everything you, yeah. looks really good. Um, Thank you. But it's different than what you see in most pizzerias. So how did you?
1: Where
0: where did you go that they let you do that, and how did you come up with those ideas?
1: That was, uh, and it wasn't in that in that article uh, that PMQ had. Uh, PMQ had, and actually the owner of the place messaged me congratulations, and I actually realized that's why I was like, holy crap! I was, you know, the Garden City Pizzeria on Garden City, uh, Garden City, Long Island. Uh, I had taken over in my younger twenties. Uh, a buddy of mine. It's owned by a, a very big Italian family on Long Island called the Scotto Brothers, and they own a bunch of catering halls. And they own this little pizzeria that he originally uh, bought for one of his sons to run. And uh, he, he didn't really know much about pizza, you know, the kid. And long story short, uh a buddy of mine was one of his executive chefs at, uh I played baseball with when I was younger uh, at one of his catering halls and, you know, approached me to, to manage this pizzeria in Garden City, Long Island. And uh, uh, that's really where, you know, I kind of was given, you know, the ordering of, Started taking over the ordering and stuff and was able to make pretty much whatever I wanted. You know, uh, that's when I was doing, I started making when nobody else was really making salad pizzas. I would do a Greek salad pizza, then we'd do a chicken salad Caesar, you know, basically dressed on a fully cooked pizza crust. Right. You know, and uh, I love to this day, I still love uh, sesame seeds on the crust. You know, a lot of pizzerias in New York will use that on the crust, and it's always, we use it more for our specialty pizzas by the slice uh do a sesame and uh i kind of get a little creative with sesame i'll put poppy seeds almost like uh an everything bagel type effect to the crust yeah uh but it was definitely at garden city pizza where i had the uh you know it was a busy lunchtime crowd where we had the volume coming in to be able to sell you know uh basically whatever i was making we would put we counted one day and it was like 38 different items you know, that we had on the counter, whether it be, uh, all the pizzas, the salad pizzas, uh, we would put mini rice balls, potato croquettes, pinwheels, calzones. I mean, it was really big spread in a a three-tier, uh, glass, uh, glass case. And, uh, you know, it was, it it was a pretty busy place before I had gotten there. And I guess within about six months we had, you know, lines out the door and, and, you know, like I was telling my girlfriend earlier, it's really, it, it didn't, make it into that article but that was those are really important years for me as far as uh being able to be creative and that's when I started a lot of making making a lot of pieces that I still even make today uh you know there and And that's where I
0: was able to hone your craft uh,
1: yeah yeah that's where I think a lot of it came together there uh you know where like I said I didn't have somebody kind of saying oh let's hold off from making this let's all you know I had I could order what I want, uh, more or less and make, you know, as well for the counter. Right. I guess we, we never ran into problems because the sales were so good and we really pretty much were selling, you know, uh, a lot of what we made. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun too. I had from, you know, a lot of my good friends, uh, even this day were working with me then, uh, now that I have, you know, careers and families and stuff like that. And we often joke around about, you know, uh, the nineties, the early nineties and, you know us all
0: working together and just a lot of fun the good old days Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. so you're a new york guy and now you're in dallas how did you how did a guy go from new york to dallas who's a pizza maker because if you're a pizza maker new york isn't new york the place to be yeah
1: yeah i mean without a doubt and uh if somebody would would have told me years ago that you know uh, at this point and or at some point you're going to be living in texas and you know uh could see into the future. I wouldn't believe them. You well, know? The
0: weather's nicer down there for sure than up here. It's it's
1: nicer all in all. It is. But uh summer's very hot. Yeah. You know, uh for sure. I mean once August hits, it's triple digits for the whole month. No, I mean it's interesting how I, I i moved out here originally was uh I had moved to Florida because a buddy of mine had was opening a restaurant down there and was gonna do Almost like, you know, New York style deli on one side and then, you know, restaurant on the other side. And uh, I was going to handle all pizza and all that jazz. And it was in Palm Coast, Florida, uh, about 20 minutes north of Daytona, East Coast. Yep. And a uh, lot of New Yorkers live in Palm Coast. I mean, it would be amazing when I first moved out there. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> uh, you know, you go to Walmart and I'm just seeing like, you know, Hop Fire Department, North am Like I see these shirts and I'm like, holy cow, it's like these people... It's ten minutes away from me in New
0: York, and you know here we are in Florida, and there's just such a high concentration. And New Yorkers down there. I think that's because so, uh, I do the same thing. We always go down to Florida for vacation a couple times a year, and uh, I think it's just the the weather up north. And you always dream of when you when you the the harsh winters in the Northeast. You always dream about being in Florida all year round. So that's kind of where people mm-hmm. end up like, as they get older. Sure, sure, can't be that weather, sunshine state. For sure. So you're working, your uh, your buddy was going to open up a place down there, and did you end up staying there for a while, or did you just... I I did. I lived down there for
1: uh, a little over four years. And my buddy's place opened up, uh, I guess I was with him about a year. Uh, He was going through a lot of personal problems and marital problems, and I wound up leaving where I was working with him to go work with some other New Yorkers that had opened up a a pizzeria in, in Palm Coast. And uh, it's kind of mutual friend was, was going to be a chef there. So I knew people that were working there already and the opportunity was better. So uh, I went to a pizzeria called, and it's still open. Uh, they have a couple of locations now, Mezzaluna Pizzeria in Palm Coast. Uh, I have a good friend that's still making pizza down there that I had trained years ago. And uh, uh, but this, the, the whole Texas thing, how it came about was they had, they originally from New York and they were Orange County, uh, they were actually close personal friends with the Orange County Choppers. So those guys would come down, and, and you know, we get to hang out with them kind of on a personal level huh. because they were neighbors and good friends and somehow were related. I believe it was the owner's cousin was, you know, Paul Sr. was somehow related to the owner as well. And one of the guys, Vinny, on the show that was kind of like Paul Junior's sidekick, he would yeah. come down pretty often. They would go down for bike week, which is only 20 minutes away for so where we were, and they would, you know, stay with the owners, so we, we would see those guys often, and we had an Orange County Chopper uh, 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 trailer that we kind of had in the parking garage that we kept all the dry storage, pizza boxes, and all that jazz wow. in there, so it's pretty, uh, yeah, it was interesting, very busy p- pizzeria, and, uh, but their neighbors in New York uh, had moved to Texas, I guess, almost like they did to, to Florida. So uh, one of their sons, who was the owner, his name is Vinny Ferrari here uh, at Ferrari's Pizzeria in Plano. Uh, He uh, came to Texas, you know, staying with their family and kind of hang around the pizza place and learn the business. And he was around my age and, you know, we kind of, you know, we was seeing him every day. we we hang out, uh, play a little, uh, you know, Madden football on PlayStation and stuff like that after work. And I kind of became good friends with him, you know, while I was teaching him the business. And, uh, he, time came when he, he went back, he was there for about a month and a half. And, uh, he was going back to Plato, Texas to open his pizzeria. And he says, you know, yeah, you know, I'd love for you to move down here. And, you know, if I give you an opportunity to come down and, uh, long story short, we, you know, had each other's phone number and he was getting close to opening up. So we were in contact and, uh, yeah, you know, at first I was very hesitant to move to Texas to say the least. I just, you know, didn't have any family or friends here and, uh, you know, uh that kind of scared me when you're a New Yorker as far as, you know, moving Florida was one thing because I was on the east coast. Now I'm thinking Texas, I'm like, oh boy. So what is it? How do you how do you it? go
0: how do you go from New York? Kind of like you said, Florida there's a lot of people from the northeast in Florida, but Texas there's probably not.
1: Not as many. There still are a lot. I mean New Yorkers really from what I'm saying are kinda of everywhere and uh, uh so there's still I mean I know a lot of people that here in Dallas that are uh, you know, from New York and even Long Island, where I'm from, uh, area too. But uh, it's it's not as different as I thought it was. You know, the stereotype people are like Texas and you know where I live in North North Dallas is uh, it's the suburbs. It's very much like Long Island as far as you know the side roads and. The, uh, I really enjoy the cost of living is cheaper here as well. Right. Uh, I say it's a, it's a lot long, long like Long Island, but uh, cheap, you know it's cleaner. <laughs> as far as uh, you know,
0: it's it's very you
1: know like clean living. I like to describe it as you know I enjoy it here.
0: And how long have you been living? So there? Uh, I've been here now for five years. Working at the same place uh, you started at when you moved down there. Yes. Yeah. And so, what's that place?
1: I'm at uh, Connie Rosso.
0: And that's the guy, the owner of that place was the guy that you told you to move to Texas. That's kind of how you moved down there. Into like with, with Connie Rosso was
1: the last month that I was here, uh, J. Jerry, the owner of Connie Rosso, you know, I was at, at Ferraris at the time. And J. Jerry, or, uh, uh, when he, before he started up, he had a mobile wood burning, you know, pizza oven that he would do private events and catering. And uh, it turned out he was you know, at a private event and, uh, it was at, uh, times 10 Cellars in Lakewood, which is, uh, they have a winery in East Texas, but it's, you know, buy the glass wine, hang out. Uh, I guess a very high end type of crap uh, clientele, uh, very well to do. Uh, you know, the cars in the parking lot would be all, you know, all, all kind of, uh, you know, uh, I guess the higher end, you know, Lexus and Maseratis right. and this and that. And he would do a pizza night there every Wednesday. And uh, that's kind of where he built up a following, almost like a cult following. Yeah. Uh, You know, that's when he realized, obviously, his pizzas were really good uh, and that he was looking into doing a brick-and-mortar location. I had just walked by where he had his setup, and I was going to 7-Eleven, close in the area to where he was set up. And uh, it was a beautiful day, and I remember, like, looking almost like you'd see a mirage. I see, like, pizza I see guys throwing pizza in the parking lot you know and he had it set up he had a refrigerated unit and a mobile van that was refrigerated where he had all the dough and the oven it was set up you know like a front counter of a pizza place as far as uh, you know a, a prep table with the marble yeah. kind of whole mobile operation set up like that and I, I walked up and i I never seen anything like this I at the time I'd been making pizza it was like 27 26 27 years and you know I had never seen a mobile operation before. And, uh, anyway, we talked for a little bit and he, he asked, if I was interested in working some events that he had. And, uh, I did, I, I worked, I started working with him, some, some catering events, just some, uh, extra cash. I was working a couple events a week with Jay and, you know, uh, he, had always talked about opening a New York style place in Texas as well, even though he was thinking about opening the Connie Rosso, which, uh, now they have six locations, you know, five in the D F W area here and uh, uh one in Houston just opened last week and uh later this year, you know, he has another one in Houston opening and then in, in Austin. So he's kinda of spreading out all over Texas here.
0: That's pretty and, quick too, uh, huh?
1: Yeah, uh pretty quick, yeah. I guess he's been open the first the deep element location was the first one and uh you know in six years all this is happening, so it's very controlled. He's a very smart businessman. Jay is, he's gone to, you know, Georgetown Business School and was in corporate America, uh, in, you know, IT sales and computers and, uh, uh, that kind of deal for many years before, you know, his pizza passion really took off and he decided to, uh, build oven in his backyard. It's a very interesting story. Uh, almost like Pauly G's in New York, how he was making pizzas in his backyard. They're actually really good friends, Jay and and, Pauly.
0: I've talked to Pauly
1: before. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're great friends. I don't know when they met, exactly when, but uh, I remember even way back when, when we were doing the mobile catering and Pauly G's had just opened up and we had a Pauly G pizza on our menu. (laughs) Oh, really? So it was like, those guys had known each other. Yeah, I... Yeah, I'm assuming they know each other before Polly had opened up, uh, but they're, uh, they're good friends. You yeah, know, a lot of guys day. know Polly
0: G. I talked to a guy who uh, has a pizzeria, in, well, a few pizzerias in London, and he knows Poly G. Poly G like went over to London to visit him. Wow. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Pauly, uh I've never met him. You know, I'm kind of like a Facebook friend, and every once in a blue moon, he'll comment on something, and...
0: You know, he knows Jay and, you know, I know Jay's good friends with him and right. stuff like that. I haven't, I still haven't met him. You got to get back to New York and go and hop in his place.
1: Exactly. Exactly. My a buddy of mine, my friend, uh, his nickname's Fatty, uh, <laughs> and his pizzeria is called for two but, uh, he messaged me last night and it was really weird because he said he was going to Brooklyn to buy, uh, he was going to some Italian, uh, specialty, you know, like import store to get some food for the pizza place and he sent a message later that night. He says, guess where I am? And I messaged back. I said, holy G, total random guess, you know. And, yeah. and uh, he sends a picture. He's right in front of it. I said, wow. So he was actually there, uh, just there last night, my buddy. Beat you to but, it. Yeah, no. I. Yeah, yeah, he beat me to it, exactly. Um, We're going to, uh, I'm going to be going to New York in uh, a couple of weeks, actually, for a week. Uh, doing what they call a stage at a, a restaurant there called uh, uh, Fortina. Yeah. You know, as we're getting closer to open up Zoli's, uh, uh, which still won't be till November. Uh, eventually, I'll step away from the pizza line here at Connie Rosso and uh, just to focus on our menu and what we want to be doing exactly, and see how some other restaurants do it. And uh, the owner of Fourteen, I just came to Dallas a couple of weeks ago. here come and uh, chatted up with him, spoke with him, and we're making our own bread, which I've been working on. I'm sure you've seen, because a lot of pictures I've been posting lately were of the <laughs> bread. Yeah, that I've, I've seen making. those. good. Look, looks good. Thank you, thank you. It's uh, you know, it's another thing that I'm always kind of trying to learn something new, and I've always wanted to make good bread, you know, and and making it I make different styles and. Think they're pretty good, but uh you know the bread. Thing, I I hadn't had dialed in, so I've just been doing a lot of
0: homework, if you would, and a lot of reading on it, and uh, it's something I'm working on. But uh any resources uh, you can give people to go kind of do what you're doing and get a little research about how to make good bread or good dough or anything like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're going to be doing uh, Brian Spangler from uh, Pizza Shoals in Portland, uh, Oregon. Yeah, I've uh, become pretty good friends with him over the past couple of months, and uh, Originally, we were planning on going to Portland. He had messaged me about learning uh, uh, to make stromboli and, and Sicilian pizza. He was thinking about uh, uh, adding to his Pizza Shoals menu. So uh, it was kind of interesting that, you know, we were talking about Brian Spangler. And uh, I don't even know if Jay had met him at that time. I said, wow, I said, this guy just, you know, friended me on Facebook. And, like, he wants to learn stromboli. So uh, And he's a master baker, yep. kind of, that got into uh into the pizza game, a lot of people, you know, it was quite why why pizza and obviously uh, you know, Pizza Dell is bread. I mean yeah. you know, and, uh I had seen him on uh, the travel channels uh they had a, a special uh, like that Pizza Paradise and it was top five pizza places in America. I think just like a week before that I had spoke with him initially and uh just him talking about Dell, I said, Wow, this guy really knows his stuff. I mean that's somebody he was talking about the science of it and really seemed to have a grasp on, uh, you know, his pre, pre-ferment, which is something I want to get into, into doing as well. And uh, anyway, so we we have plans to do some traveling before Zoli's opens up. And one of them is uh, uh, to meet up with Brian, whether we go to Portland or he's coming to Dallas. And then we'll be going to New York to Fortina. Uh, they have locations in Stanford, Connecticut, I think Rye Brook. I don't know the other one, but they do uh, – we want to start doing porquetas for sure. Uh, we do sandwiches, plates, use it on the pizza, stuff like that. And that's something that they do on their menu and have a great reputation of doing. So, uh, yeah, we'll be traveling there and kind of working with them for a week and seeing how they do it. And uh, That'll be coming up uh, beginning of ju- uh, July, actually.
0: That's awesome. So yeah, you just you just totally meet all these guys through social media, kind of through your posts on Facebook or on Instagram, and then you kind of
1: that's it's kind of crazy, but that's that's how I've been meeting a lot of people. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been amazing, really. Wow. When I started doing it, I mean, looking back on it from posting pictures, and now it's you know I have a bunch of followers on Instagram and. Yeah. Friends that joke around and like, what does that mean? You know, do, do you get money from them? No, it's really cool though. <laughs> you know, <I'm> like, <laughs> I enjoy it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But it, no, it leads to, to you know, friendships and, and with people in the restaurant business. And, you know, I get random messages from people that need a little help with piece of dough and they're just cooking at home. And, uh, you know, I try to help people out as much as I can as well as, you know, I've met some really interesting people, you know, Chris Gatchel, like we had said, uh, uh, you know, I gave him recipes that I had sent before. I didn't even know he was opening a pizzeria and it was. I was making a Soprasada marmalade for one of my pizza toppings, kind of making use of the ends of our hot Soprasada that we were using for slicing. And, uh, anyway, the success he's had with, uh, to send the pizza pizzas, uh, you know, in Toronto has just been amazing. So, uh, just meeting some really, really cool people
0: makes a lot, you know, a lot of fun. Yeah. Me. You got to start like a cooking show or a cooking cookbook or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of friends that say that as well, and maybe one way, one one day I'll uh, I'll look into doing that for sure, you know, and uh, share what I've learned, you know, and you know, a lot of it was self taught, but a lot of it, you know, I've learned from whether watching people or just talking to people about it, and uh, you know, Brian Spangler, I was talking to him about it, and I I've seen an interview uh, recently with him and and somebody I can actually on 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 uh instagram it wasn't an interview where he kind of had, he had tagged me to his response and somebody said well, why don't you write a book about Brett, since you know so much about it and you know pizza cross and all that jazz and you know he gets a lot more out of it by you know by teaching somebody and and for him it's on a one one-on-one level like i'm looking forward to dealing with him right. and, you know i'm looking forward to meet you know pizza lee 33 and you know, having him in my home and and talking bread for a week. And that's really where he gets a lot out of it by passing it on to people the way it was passed on to him. So, uh, it's been really cool.
0: That's a great, that's a great story, Lee. Yeah. Thanks. So, So where can people, uh, check you out on Instagram? What's your Instagram? Uh,
1: my Instagram is, uh, pizza Lee 33. Okay. It's, uh, I I really not much. 33 is an old baseball number I had of mine and uh, did my email as well. And, uh, you know, pizza, obviously, most of the pictures that I post, it's pizza and my dogs, Uh, you know, my girlfriend once in a while, but uh, it's a lot of food and a lot of pizza. And, uh, you know, like I say in the little column, you you know, most of the photos are of food that I've made. You know, once in a while, I'll be out to eat and take a picture of somebody else's. But a lot of them are, uh, you know, mostly it's a lot of the stuff I make and kind of like to share with people. And You know, this way mom gets to see what I'm doing back in New York and uh, family, you know, they get to see the pictures. And,
0: That's and going to be kind of cool. Yeah, I'll link that up in the show notes for this episode. And where, uh, what's the name of your restaurant that you're going to be open? Is there a website that they can go to or is it not up yet?
1: Yes, it's always New York Pizza. Uh, I believe the website is still open and running. I mean, we had closed. Uh, one location that we had open uh, in Dallas here, we closed in February. So I'm currently with Connie Rosso, which has, uh, <clears throat> you know, yep. Uh means, you know, the red dog. And the owner is uh, actually uh uh which are uh, red-haired. Uh, dog uh, growing up, or through the years, he's had a bunch of them. Now he actually has a, a Connie Rosa Rescue, where he has a uh, an actual dog rescue and a shelter, and uh, full time employees
0: doing that. And uh, yeah, they're on Instagram too. I'm pretty guy. sure. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think they have an Instagram account too for that. Yeah, yeah,
1: they do actually. So you know, Connie Rosa, so Zoli's New York Pizza Tavern is uh, on Instagram as Zoli's, you know, NY Pizza, and uh, you know, I'm still. What the location where I am with Connie Rosso, uh, is that happens to be the only location that has a deck oven uh, for me to do some experimenting on on my break. A lot of times I'll make some dough in the morning or, you know, days before that I'll kind of plan to to bake and you know have a break between three and four when it closed and you know it kind of it becomes my Zoli's test kitchen <laughs> and uh that's where I'll make a lot of the breads and stuff like that too. So it's uh it's kind of great as. You know the Connie Roses are VPN certified wood-fired uh, Neapolitan pizza, so it's uh, VPN meaning it's it's Vera pizza napolitana. It's exactly the way it's made in Naples, the birthplace of, you know, Neapolitan pizza. So yeah, uh, for
0: sure. All right, so go check out Pizza Lee 33 on Instagram if you want to get hungry because he's gonna do a lot of photos of pizza and they're really good photos of pizza and bread and all kinds of food mm-hmm. stuff. Um, Check him out on Instagram. Go check out his website. His new restaurant's gonna be open soon. And Lee, you should really start a cookbook, man, because everybody's gonna go there and look at that stuff and they're gonna wanna know how to make it. Without a doubt,
1: without a doubt. It's definitely something, you know, I I'd love to I'd love to do one day. Or at least just start outlining things and uh you know, uh I think once we, we, we get the Zoli's uh back up and running, uh, this will be Zoli's two which uh our Facebook page is still Zoli's New York pizza tavern. I don't believe we'll, we'll do an actual 2.0 for it. Uh, but yeah, once that's up and going and, and we get things kind of running, uh, there are a lot of goals that I'd like to set up. Uh, you know, I'm always, I always kind of set up short term goals and long term goals. And, uh, you know, right now that Zoli's 2.0 is kind of on, on the, on the front burner here for, uh, for the next couple of months for sure with hoping, hoping to, uh, Open in November. Once we get that up and going, then you know something else will kind of like the, the
0: the book is definitely something I'd love to do someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you gotta concentrate on what's in front of you first, and then once you accomplish that, then you can move on to the next one. Exactly, exactly. Well, thanks for taking the time out of your day to talk to us. Great story. Can't wait to share it with everybody. Thanks, thanks for having me, and and thank you for everything, Bruce. Really, it's been uh, it's awesome. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Lee Unzinger. Who's out of Dallas. Follow him on Instagram for all the show notes and websites for Lee. Uh, Head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash 71 for episode number 71 of this show. There you can find everything there. All the show notes. Lee on Instagram. His new uh, pizza shop he's opening up. And uh, I really suggest you go follow him on Instagram. Because you'll be inspired to create some really cool pizzas. And uh, just get some new ideas for that. If you want to see behind the scenes of the Smart Pizza Marketing show. How we create our content, our content calendars, and how we can help you create content. Follow us on Snapchat at Smart Pizza Tips. Uh, great place for us to connect. We'll show you what we're doing for content. You'll get a behind the scenes of what's coming up in the future before anybody else knows about the show. Ask us some questions and we'll help you create content for your pizzeria. So, again, that's on Snapchat. That's at Smart Pizza Tips. And also Monday nights over on Google Hangouts now. Blab kind of. You know, isn't what it used to be. So we're going to try this Google Hangout thing. So if you're listening to this show, check out smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash SPM Live. That link will bring you to uh, the page on the website where you can follow the show and get a link to the upcoming episode. And it'll kind of give you a little bit of a guide of what's coming on for those live episodes. So check us out there, and we'll see you Monday night.